It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50, get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right. What's up, buddies? Hey, surprise Thanks, guest Jimmy. tonight. Nothing good. The best part guest of the, tonight. Best part of the night. Surprise guest. We all want to fast forward to that. Yeah. Maybe we can reverse them. Can we do locker room first? Have your dessert. <laughs> have your dessert first. Yeah. We've announced a surprise guest, so we. Can... I know that's the joke. Okay, okay. Because I was gonna say, I hope that our surprise guest isn't so pissed about this game where he just says "f this." I'm watching like him right now. Him. He looks pretty ornery. I wouldn't blame him. Oh, perfect. He looks like James Hardy. He looks like James Hardy with that beard, man. I think he's getting out of control. He looks pretty ornery. Um, first question. First so, question to Perk. Why are you trying to be like James Harden? Everything. Um, this, uh, this, they've done this to us I, before, guys. And this was one of those like you're rip roaring mad for like 42 minutes, 45 minutes. And then they make it relatively competitive late. But I'm going to, for, for the first time ever, I'm leading with Bobby uh, because he's rip roaring mad and I don't want any of that anger to go away. So we're just going to go Bobby Cam right out of the gate. Go. Shucks. Wow. This, oh, man. No pressure. This performance was so shameful. I recorded one of those one minute short <laughs> things about how excited I was for this. Yeah. We and saw this, it, was an absolute, <laughs> this was an absolute disaster. <laughs> The turnovers with this team. What is going on with this group's ball control? I don't care who's out there. At the very least, whether you're Grant Williams, Romeo Langford, any of these guys deep off this bench who were just horrible in this one, protect the ball. And it went for the starters as well, of course. Tatum, Fournier, smart with the looseness that they played this game with. But this was an opportunity to not make a statement, but at least show you can beat this team. Because if you were going to beat the Brooklyn Nets at some point in this season, the time you were going to do it was here. And they showed no urgency. They showed a passiveness and a carelessness for ball control. And they allowed role players like Jeff Green, Bruce Brown, Joe Harris, Blake Griffin to take it to them in an embarrassing way. I thought the coaching was bad in this one. I thought the rotations were horrible. And I thought Marcus Smart and Jason Tatum just set the worst example as ball handlers. I don't care who the Celtics were missing in this one. It was negated by what Brooklyn was missing and then some. And there were periods of this game where they didn't even show up. And I thought this game was way more important than they seemed to. Look, when you got a guy on a a red, red eye flight from freaking Moscow, who just rolls into the gym? Oh, think no of practices. That. Mike James and, it's, 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 and Mike, he was actually Mike better James. than damn near every single back of the Celtics throughout there, and he literally oh. just got oh. off the damn plane. Mike, he was just happy to be James. there. He was like, "Yo, I'm back, bitches." Yeah, and this is <laughs> what frustrates you me too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm going to hit you with jumpers, and then I'm going to go a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and hit you with the running sky hook. You've been I mean, waiting for this for three It was years. an embarrassment. And then you got the fast break points. 32 nothing? Zero. How does that happen? You say 32? I don't even three care what deuce. Brooklyn got. Zero for the Celtics. That is Are you kidding me? I mean, NBC showed the graphic during the game. 
This is the best points per possession transition team in the NBA, and they never, ever run. It starts with defense because the defense is bad, and if you're not getting stops, you're not going to have a transition game. But beyond that, they just scrape along. The only guy I'm going to give credit on the Celtics tonight, and the guy who saved them, frankly, was Peyton Pritchard. That's it. He was the only guy that impressed good. me in this one. Well, I'm glad you said that, Bobby, because I was the one screaming in the, in the text thread being like, where is Peyton Pritchard? Oh, wait, now you're going to put him in when, you know, all hell. Oh, those loose. fourth quarter rotations. It my was Lord. ridiculous. I thought in that third quarter they needed someone out there that can control the offense, just someone to tame what was going on because the turnovers were turning into quick uh, points for the Brooklyn Nets. And you needed someone to be out there. Look, Marcus Smart, he, had, he, was, he was on one, and then he was – making a silly pass every other play, right? It was like he'd make a good, a, a good uh, offensive uh, shot, and then he would commit a turnover. They needed that balance, and I was really surprised that we didn't see Peyton Pritchard sooner. And listen, it's easy to say that now because you see the, 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 his, his stat line, but he was barely – he had barely hit the 10-minute mark through three quarters. I just thought that was unacceptable when you have Kemba Walker uh, not in the fold, all right? I, I'm not saying you start the guy. I'm not saying that you, you give the rookie 30-plus minutes just because – Kemba Walker's not out there, but we're weeks away from the playoffs. We're talking about a team that's going to need someone like that to control this second unit. And if you're not going to give them that reps, if you're not going to give them reps on a night when Kemba Walker's not in, what are we doing here? I, I, I just didn't understand that part of uh, of Brad Stevens' rotation. What was that's the, why as soon as Bobby said rotations, I was like, yes. What was the part, white flag? Part. What was the white flag lineup to begin the fourth with Tatum in there? <laughs> Carson Edwards. I mean, it's, it's Carson one or the other. Edwards was out there, man. <laughs> Look at what's happened to these guys, Jimmy. No, Bobby. I'm not gonna have to say a word all night. Beautiful. I'm just nodding my head, like. I won't say a word all night. It's just this is the kind of game where you have to make some kind of statement. All right, the Nets are. They did. They made a statement. Uh, Yo, for real. You're right yeah, about they just that. didn't make the statement you wanted them to make. You're right about that. The Nets show how deep they are as a team. And then the Southern did nothing about it. When regardless, okay, you don't have Jalen Brown out there. You still have Tatum. You're not playing against Kevin Durant. I thought this was a great opportunity just to grab a win. Not sure. blow well, him I've out. Done my, grab a win. Go out there I've and done grab my, a win. I've done He's, my best to defend Grant Williams against the herd here. And I'm just, I, I can't do it tonight. I just can't. They're going to have to have Adam because I get, there's nothing I can say after this one. Serious question. For sure. If you put together Grant Williams' low lights tape, would it be the worst tape in the history of a single it's season? Like some of his stuff is so <laughs> ugly. Forget like uh, forget like bad play or not being impactful or no, yeah, just wild. some of his ugly shit is so freaking ugly. How, yeah, how when confused. he goes ugly, he goes he goes real ugly. Credit to how him. How confused he goes all was low. DeAndre Jordan when he tried to help him up on the fast break? Jordan just his head must have been spinning as he was nursing that injury on the ground. Yeah, if the com- so if the commenters uh, are accurate, tonight's loss is entirely Grant Williams and Brad Stevens' fault. Um, and no, everybody, that. everybody shares. I'm that just kidding. Yeah. I mean, Wait, this, hold on. This pass, loss- pass the rage stick to Jimmy because he Yo, wanted sh- to get sh- a little. Jimmy started this game. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all right, John, think about that. Here's the thing. Here's why I'm not even. You know, you know what's you know what's the worst part about my reaction is that I'm not even really that surprised. Like that's the worst part, right? The opposite of of love or opposite of love is indifference. That's how I feel about this team right now, man, because this loss was just like all their other losses. You know, they go down big, claw their way back to this fake little comeback and then lose. And then, but this has been such a good month for them, Jimmy. I mean, it has been, been, but but, but, but when the big boy teams come to town, what happens to the Celtics in most cases, a lot of times, you know, they, they come back down to earth a little bit. So that's what we got tonight. And honestly, you had a game from Kyrie Irving that was, eh, Defensively excellent, but offensively very meh. You know, b- below yeah. average offensively. For I mean, he filled up the stat sheet because that's what great players do. But this was a game that without Harden, without Durant, with Kyrie Irving scoring 15 points, if you told me the Celtics won by 20 points, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me those three things happened. But instead, you got Bruce freaking Brown coming out of left field, dropping 15 on you. Joe Harris turning into Steph Curry. And, you know, like you said, Jeff Green, you know, doing the doing what Jeff Green does, which is, you know, make a career out of being like the fifth guy on the team, doing that again, and hey, the Celtics well are just him, sleepwalking through the through the game, and and then yeah, they you know make it look interesting in the end, but ultimately come up short like they always do in these situations. So, you know, I'm glad that I'm glad that Bobby came around on this one because I couldn't go another show with him 
picking out the you, picking out yeah. the great the good moment. Yeah, did, but do you see Grant, what you guys did? Grant Grant could go out and you've talk you've well. made Bobby mad. So you made, right you made him very upset. You've you've upset Bobby. Okay, I'm so happy. But you did it again, man. When you lose Bobby. You've lost the war. That's it. There's there's a pride factor when it comes to this matchup. And and they just they just don't seem to be able to tap into it because again and again they've been embarrassed by this team. And we can go game by game, whether it was Kyrie's return scoring upwards of forty in the second night of the season, that was just a competitive list disaster. The game out of the all star break where Smart got lit up by him again. And now to lose to Bruce Brown, Mike James. Those type of players, I, I, Jimmy said it best. Kyrie barely watched. showed up in this one. I just watched him yeah. give smart he, smarts pass to the to the bench. That was tough. And then he yells. He yells at the players. We didn't even get into the late game execution. Why are you guys standing there cheering for us? What's wrong? They're in warm up shirts, you know. But I mean, it wasn't like they were wearing white jerseys. But I mean, damn. And someone said this to me. This was such a winnable game. Right up until the final minutes, the Nets let them right back into it, into three with about two minutes left. Urgency. How, if you're Jason Tatum, are you so careless with the ball there? He single handed kept them alive so they're not even close if Tatum's not there how do you allow that to happen you're not even in a pressure situation yet you're just bringing the ball up to enter you know you you right. I mean I was just yeah. inexcusable then he's mad at the refs then he's mad at the refs look pass out of the freaking double man you know like they and crossing half court and you let Kyrie just jab step you and you lose it out of bounds you can't do that you can't do it you know, turnovers. the, the, so the smart thing was unreal. You know, that was there's the so many breakdowns. Time. Fournier there on the switch, leaving Harris open. I mean, this is crazy. First this is after Brooklyn gifted you an opportunity to get back in the game. That that stuff didn't even matter. Really, the game was no. And you it, and you see the difference in makeup between these teams. Yeah, when you when you're the Nets and you're missing all these pieces and you have guys step up off the bench the way they did. And Sherrod said it best with the Mike James thing. When did the Celtics ever get that kind of performance deep off their bench? Even like Tremont Waters did it once all year a couple of nights ago, and he tried his best to get them back into it. Sorry, who? But again and again. Off this bench, it's just yeah. nothing. Like, not only does the Brooklyn Nets have that deep bench, but they're like, everyone just knows their role and they're like yep. eager to do it. They're like, yeah, man, I can't wait to come off this bench and, and play for this Nets team. That and, team's going to win it all. Those shots. They have, like, they there, have great no makeup. There's no there. There's no, right. you know, someone trying to do too much or or, or trying to uh, take over a game, you know? Just listen, before the season even started, we knew about the shooters that they have, but now, like, they've, they've sharpened those skills, right? They had that continuity. They had that blend. They had that chemistry. You can say what you want about the three superstars, and I think they've only played, what, like nine games together this season? But, I mean, the rest of the team looked pretty damn good, especially compared to the Celtics. I just thought the right. Celtics team, like, I just thought it was a good chance for them to, to, to stand up for themselves, you know? To send a message, right. even if it's you know without Durant. The That's the thing too. If we're gonna give these guys, pride. if we're gonna say there's That's times in the season, right? But uh, it, it, with the bench here, look, there's times during the season we look around, and we're like, ah, Tatum and Brown got to get these guys involved a little bit. Well, you know what? You got games here with three and four guys missing, and you've got a chance to step up and freaking do something. You can't play a game like Romeo played tonight. You can't play a game like Grant played tonight. I mean. De detriments absolutely negative value pritchard and they the bell. started well that was those the worst started. part and about the, the worst part about those guys sucking is that this was their opportunity to show that they don't completely suck because you had so many guys out you had kemba out you had brown out robert williams has been out and you're putting these guys in that that to prove that they can have a bigger role in this team whether it's this season or next season or whatever the hell it is or maybe even in the league and just about all the way down the line, you can just be like disappointed, disappointed, disappointed. I mean, and that's Langford. the difference between these guys and Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you right. got guys like Shamit, you got guys like Jeff Green, you got freaking Mike James just get off the plane. Bag's probably still at the damn at baggage plane. <laughs> and he's stepping on the he's court on the wrong, and just he's on the wrong clock right now. Exactly. And he's Sorry. still killing you. Listen, but no, I mean, look at these guys. These numbers. That's crazy. The, the non-Pritchard bench guys, Parker two, Grant three, Neesmith five, okay, Cornette two, Fournier two. Are you friggin' Langford, kidding me? Zero. That's, and then and then Romeo zero semi three. 
No freaking way. Unsustainable. This is how many guys here you handed 15 plus minutes and said, do something. And they did nothing. That is disgraceful. It's disgraceful. Beyond the stats, John, they make zero impact, which to me was even zero. worse. Zero. Because if you if you only score three points, but you get it done defensively, you can live with that. They right. sucked defensively. They didn't score. They brought very they brought no value other than Pritchett off, off that second unit. That's Warm it. That's it. You had two yeah. starters. Warm. Two starters were zeros tonight, and then five bench guys outside of Pritchard. Absolute zeros across and, the board, not just the points, zero contributions. And Fournier first game back. Absolute trash. Okay, he was trash tonight. You can excuse Horrible. it, but he was trash. Right. This was it. this is unsustainable. Again, yeah. for all the time we've talked about it, like, look, we're gonna give t- you're we're giving Tatum shit for late game stuff because with if not for That's him, they're supposed yeah. to do. If not for him, the they're freaking shit. doomed. He has to be perfect. He has to be perfect. Dude, no, this I, is I the- don't even blame half the turnovers on him. He's like, shit. I'm just gonna try to dribble through five people before I pass to one of these schmucks. And this oh is what goodness. drove me crazy when he was getting the blame earlier in the year. It's like he's what not does getting he the blame. He's with? being held to a ridiculously high standard because he has to be. But yeah. it's like it is at this point you can't look around the rest of this team and be like. This is these are professional basketball players. So, They're not. It's it's so bad, and this is why Ainge caught the heat early in the year. Ugh. It's just it's just so bad up and down the bench, and it's got to change this off season. And give him credit for trying to swap some stuff in and out when they didn't have a ton of flexibility here within the year. But wow, like it needs to be blown up quickly this yeah, off season. Actually. I'll take it back. Neesmith. Actually, what's funny is we're not going to get into Romeo Neesmith for the rest of the night, but it looked like Romeo had distanced himself in terms of trust and playing over Neesmith, and then he's just last couple of games started to tick back, and Neesmith has shown a little. Neesmith showed a little bit tonight. Um, he, that's he, he about can't it. Compete. He didn't play well, but his effort was good. I mean, trying to dunk eight on rebounds. And, yeah. He had eight rebounds. Trying to dunk was a little not – the right call. Oh, it, was a, it was a bad idea in every sense. That was work. like J- Jalen would do stuff like that too. He's like, I'm going to yoke it from back here. And he's like 15 feet from the rim. But uh, also Jalen can jump out of the gym. Neesmith right. can't, but that yeah, was something different. Can. I hey, like him. The guy got excited. I'll give it to, give it yeah. to him yeah. for, for trying. He got he also got on that, on that poster, right? Yeah. yeah but holy shit. That. Holy. It was it was one of those. As soon as it happened to you, he just went running back to the other side. Yep, I got. Holy ass was that bad, man. Whoa, I was psyched Cornette, about tonight. Cornette's dunk. Don't forget Cornette's reverse jam. That was smooth. <laughs> that, that was, was like the he worst. just turned around. That was an Ed Pinkney special. It was you know? the worst. <laughs> it frustrates me too. From a bad Ed Pinkney, if he was say, standing no facing the like basket, he would turn school. around and reverse dunk it every time. <laughs> Like that frustrates me too, and, and and that's just one of the minor things. But eight minutes for him. Have you ever I seen mean, a, a less emotional dunk than that two-handed reverse jam by Cornette? It was, but it was just game like, blouses. I'm just glad he got it over the rim. I wasn't sure how he was going to score. Oh my god, Cornette! Bobby actually, and this is how bad the bench is. Bobby was like, Cornette just saved the game. Like that's how low we're stuck. Remember that text he sent us? He goes, "Cornet saved the game." Well, they were about to. They were about to slide down by twenty at that point, and then they ended up making it nine before half, and he was part of that. But that's just goes to how low our expectations have gotten. You know, again though, if if you're Brad and you're going to talk about how he he replicates some of the things Rob does and he's such a great passer and he fits so well with this team and we've had an eye on him forever and then you play him eight minutes, it's like which is it? Are you going to integrate him more fully or not at this point? Because he played some good minutes there, and then they got away from him again. And I know you guys are going to laugh, but look at the yeah, other stuff that's working Cornette? there. Yeah. As as long as Rob's out, he should be playing. I don't know if he's on that uh, same okay. the, the the same thing that I, the, the same program I think Pritchard should be on. I don't know if he's on the same thing. You know, he's not. I don't, I don't know if he's quite there, but uh, he's not. Richard barely getting in, ba- barely playing uh, ten minutes of the first three quarters again. I was, I was, I don't know. I, I think especially when no one ahead of him had it going. That's exactly, exactly. Like, what's yeah. the alternative? Like, right. why, why wait for the for the huge deficit to to, to press that button in that second half? And and that John hinted at this, awesome. sprinkling the round minutes away. Brad did. That's probably not the right way to go about it. 
Because you're not letting any of these guys catch a flow. You're just guessing on the fly. Is something going to work here? And then all of a sudden, you're not consolidating minutes on a guy like Pritchard, who's actually playing really well, because yeah. you're looking for, oh, what can Neesmith give us? What can Grant give us here? Semi plays 17. It's just experiment city deep into the season. And I get it. That's how he approaches it. They found some stuff doing things that way. But tonight... They, they just had to kind of lean in on what was working, press some guys a little deeper, and really dig deep to win this one. And I thought that beginning of the fourth, where they were just completely guessing with seven Edwards minutes, was so frustrating to me. And that it, was that seemed like more of a message than a guess. You know, like if none of you friggin' guys are stepping up, I'll play this guy. Like then you know you then you know you fucked up, right? You know, like it's okay. But this is the point. Uh, one I'm injury. Putting Car- it's, I'm it's putting insane. Carson in. Dad, I, you're, I'm you're not mad. You're, you're Dad's not mad. Play. He's disappointed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's disappointed. He's putting Carson in now. Okay. Oh man. Ugh. He's also going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. And I feel so differently than Jimmy because I do see something with it's this a good team. Thing for me. I, I, I think they have something if they can stay healthy. If they can keep most of these guys that we talk about off the floor come playoff time, but it just seems so unlikely that that's going to happen. So, but, here, but here's the thing, Bobby, I mean, keeping most of the guys we're talking about off the floor, that means you're playing your core guys, major minutes. That means they have to be healthy enough to play major minutes, which they haven't been. Yeah. It's a, I mean, it's right. a cash 22. It's a cash 22 for the Celtics. Damn if they do, damn if they don't with this team. Um, and that sucks that we're having that it's at that point so close to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Well, we mentioned it. Somebody asked us last night in the locker room, like, you know, what can this team do when they're healthy? Or, you know, one of those variations of the question is like, you have no damn clue, like, what what they're even capable of because it's, it hasn't even been close to, like, a healthy team this year. And you're coming down the stretch here, and this is the time where you want to see your – you want to see your full full roster, and I think what I said yesterday, last night on locker room, on locker room was, Danny made this Fournier move to see what this team, if this team is good enough, fully healthy, to you know bring it back next year, right, and to fork over the cash, or Wick, I should say, to fork over the cash to pay the tax. But if you can't see them all on the court at the same time, then how the hell do you know? Chuck's tryout season. Thank you, Dudley. Dudley was on the show last night. Was on the locker room show. Good time to good time to pump our locker room show tonight, John. That was we will. I'll, I'll get to it in a minute. That's your point, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> That's my point, though. I mean, my point is this. I mean, we've had they've had shit luck all year with injuries and COVID and all this stuff. Danny brings in Forney and says, "All right, guys, here's your here's the missing piece, quote unquote, to see if you guys have what it takes." And oh, by the way, Wick's watching, and if you do well, he might bring you guys all back next year. If you don't, well, we might have to make some roster moves to stay under this, you know, luxury tax and all this other crap that. You know, bad teams have to stay under because they're not good enough to win either way. So that's what I think the rest of the season is. And if you can't put a full roster out there, full starting lineup out there to see what you've got, then you haven't really proven anything. Isn't it frustrating, too, that the Nets have raced ahead of the Celtics when it comes to team building? The amount of shrewd moves that they've made with no picks available to them, no hope after that KG Pierce trade and the way that bottom fell out through them and then over the last three four years they have just shot ahead and it's not just Irving and Durant arriving the Jeff Green signing the Celtics haven't had anything like that getting Joe Harris one of those underrated guys who didn't work in Cleveland and making him what he is here I I even think the coaching staff that they have is impressive like D'Antoni on the bench uh, Vaughn on in there working with the defense. Uh, you know, Stoudemire in there to be a voice with the players. Kyrie on the court. Yeah, they, I was going to say, Bobby, but we've seen this Kyrie before. The coach. I mean, that, that's happened so many times when we see one of these super teams put together, right? I mean, I uh, believe in this one, though. But I really when you do. put together, when you, when you have those two big pieces, you're going to get the James Posey to come over. Or, you know, that's true. The other free agents are going to say, oh, this thing, yeah. those guys are looking good over there. Sure, I'll take short money to join that team. You know, it's interesting because when when the when the James Harden before the trade actually happened, obviously there were rumors out there. Obviously, the Celtics were mentioned. Uh, Jalen Brown is, is a big piece that would have to be part of that for the Celtics to make that happen. And you know, you look back on it, and I'm not saying you you wonder what could have been if the Celtics made that deal, but you wonder why if you're Danny Ainge, you had to at least consider it, right? Because that's what this league is. Like you you see teams like this every five years or so form. They go for their run, and you see if they can keep it together. Or well, let's start, let's talk about it. Or, or, how you or restart? How you how feel about it now? Up with a team like that—that's that, what I'm getting at, Bobby. I'm, I'm, let me get there. <laughs> how is the Celtics going to match up 
with those juggernaut squads? Can they match up with those juggernaut squads, at least for this season and next season, while Kemba Walker is still on the books and while things are obviously tight with the uh, with, with the uh, salary? They don't. They can't oh, match yeah. up with those teams. Oh, we man. lost Sherrod. I thought he was just don't exist. Shot. That's a dope he's picture. Back. He's back. Oh, he's, he's back. back. Sherrod, yeah, what was that? Was that? Dope, you, that was a dope little no, You froze for a split second. And another split second. More, no, more split still, seconds. The first headshot was better. Three players. How's that? <laughs> I don't know if he's <laughs> joking. Okay. I'm messing with We're getting a few words. No, but listen, they, they simply don't exist with this oh, roster. Oh, shit. They don't have the players. Yeah. And that's a big problem. That's a huge problem. That's why they're not going to be able to make that with the Brooklyn's and of the, of the Eastern Conference. I think what also what Joe Sway was saying was you you acquire Harden, but you also, in doing so, you prevent a super team from forming like one did in Brooklyn that you just can't beat, right? Yeah. So maybe you don't want to give up. Ideally, you don't want to give up a Jalen Brown player, which, listen, that would have been a tough decision. And I'm not saying they should have made it, but it's also blocking, you know, another team that's already has Kyrie and Durant from going from a, you know, a great team to a super team. So I know that they aren't healthy right now, but they're still expected to be healthy for the playoff run. And I'm sure that that's what this is all about. If you're, if you're the Nets and Harden's, you know, why rush them back? Like they're, they're pretty confident in what they have. They're probably not too worried about matchups if they consider themselves the best team in the East anyway. So why rush them back? And, and, you know, who cares? You know, it's, it doesn't mean anything. it means a lot more to the Celtics to get healthy because they've played like crap for most of the season. They need to get healthy and play well together and show that they can actually, you know, make a run. You know, they haven't been able to show that. I mean, the last couple of weeks have been fine. It's been fun to watch. They've been playing well, but you have to sustain that. You know, any, any team in the NBA can go on a little winning streak, but the, some of these, some of these wins that they're, that they're getting aren't going to be the same teams that they're going to see in the playoffs in, in you know, May. Well, you know what you know what's important here too to consider is there are only twelve games left, and beyond this, just being the kind of game where you wish the Celtics could step up to the plate with a team like that. All these games are starting to matter a ton when it comes to avoiding that play-in, and still they're only one and a half games up on the Heat. There's only twelve games left. They got a series with Miami coming up in a week or two now. It's it's getting even tricky here with seeding. Like every game you drop here, you can end up regretting down the line. And at some point, we have to talk about too. Do you start pushing Kemba into some back to backs down the stretch here? Some people talked about that tonight being a possibility. I know you have to balance health and the seeding, but you really can't fall into that play-in tournament now. It doesn't feel like this team will. It feels like they'll have enough healthy games down the stretch here, and they have the easiest schedule left and all that stuff. But there are a couple of back-to-backs down the stretch of this year that you look at and say, by that time, you might have to push Kemba in those. You might have to push some guys who are kind of on the edge health-wise. They want to steal some rest for Tatum here, Brad was talking about before this They're not going to do it. I mean, they're not going to do push. it. I'm I mean, saying- I I, and I, I agree with that. I don't think you force the issue here. I don't think you force Kemba to do something that he's not going to have to do There's his no point. season. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. why force him through those reps when you can – obviously try to prolong him because if you want to see the Celtics make a deep playoff run, it takes a while, right? You're going to be playing deep into June. So you have to take all that into consideration. You don't want him to, to, to be white. I know, you know but one game and you finals. could be done. Right. Or that yeah. And happen. one back right. to back and Kimba yeah, could be done. You'll like, you'll overheat him. You know, True. you want to overheat him. You don't want him to crash. So yeah. Uh, they are no. in a tough position right now. I think Pritch is in a big spot here and I just don't, I don't know. Maybe is that what it is? Maybe that's what it is. Sherrod, is that why Brad's not playing him so much? Like, is he is he in too much of a tough spot where it's like, if you overload him, he just he'll he'll break. Is Brad afraid of that? I, I just I don't get why he. Well, we've so seen it, haven't we? Yeah, that's his inclination. I mean, that's that's Brad's almost default mechanism. Look at Rob Williams. Um, he plays great, limited role. Then he doesn't play, and then it's more than that. Like Same stints. thing with Pritchard. Yeah, it's like stints. Yeah. Like he teases, but but Pritchard's going, but Pritchard is going to have to play a more prominent role, I think, down a stretch here, just simply to make sure Kimba's preserved for the playoffs. You have to do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But Uh, wait, 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 wait. So, what about if you get down the wire here and you're like Bobby said, and he's no longer with us? Pray for Bobby. 
you know, you don't want to end up in that playing game. You don't want to end up in any of those playing games, do you? I mean, ideally, you want oh, to. But, avoid but, that but Jimmy, which is better to end up in a playing game with a team that's relatively healthy, or end up as the fifth or sixth seed when you don't have Kimba? Right. Well, I want them to be healthy, but I mean, you, well, you're assuming that Kemba's going to get hurt playing, you know, a back-to-back, which... I'm assuming I'm there's a greater risk of that happening if he plays back-to-back, yes. I'm assuming that, yes. I just, don't, I, I just don't get the, the, the logic behind making him do something that he's he's never going to have to do in the next month or so in the po- in the post. Right. Like, not even close. Just to get but... the win, just just to avoid the playing game. I mean, I think you no, should yeah, the... to... But you have a favorable... I mean, the Celtics have a favorable schedule, you know? And, I know, but it doesn't matter. If they if they go into any game with this roster right now, no Brown, no Kemba, and no uh, Rob, they're losing to everybody. Like they they can't even beat Chicago right now with this I'll group. I'll take I'll take a rested Kemba Walker heading into that playing game than one that's been playing in back to backs. Yeah, it's look it, look down. they're they're both bad scenarios because look playing game you're looking at you, anybody's got a puncher's chance to beat you. A team gets hot yeah, and you have one of these shitty ice cold games. And you play Brooklyn or Philly. You know, and then and yeah, then you're going into Brooklyn or Philly, thing. so you're dead there. You're dead you know, there, like yeah. I think you got to get you got to you got to fight to get to five, but. I, you know, I don't know what it's going to take. Let's let's uh, let's let the cat out of the bag here on the uh, on the secret. Um, you know, with what we have coming up here. Oh, hold on one second. We've got some problems here. Um, locker room after the game, right? Secret everybody wants revealed. To, I'll be everybody there. wants to be here. Everyone's <laughs> going to join us, right? Everyone's going to join. Every single person. Okay. Well, our special guest that we messed around with you, of course, um, we revealed it earlier today is Kendrick Perkins. Perk is joining us on the locker room app. Uh, Big Perk Perk. is joining us on the locker room app to chat with you guys. Okay. Um, This is really a treat. So um, absolutely. We're going to shut up and let, yeah, we're going to let Perk run the show. If you haven't, he's gonna be mad too. John Wall. He's gonna be so pissed. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna diagnose some issues. And yes, we know many of you knew. You guys are freaking geniuses. Yeah, you guys I know. Are the best, okay, but the best but no. Oh, joking aside, it's this is an awesome guest. So jump in, uh, hang out with us, ask you know, load up questions for Perk. You know he's gonna one. He's He'll say any. He'll say anything on TV. What do you think he's gonna say in the locker imagine, room? Imagine uncensored Perk. Right. Okay. Uncensored, unfiltered Perk here. Uh, he's going to join us. We're going to go over there. He's going to spend some time with us on Locker Room. We hope you do too. So again, download on your on the iOS store. Um, sign up for it. We're going to put the link to the show in the chat. We're going to go over there maybe 15, 20 minutes from now, uh, and we're going to start chatting with Perk. Other guys will join us, and we'll kind of keep it going. I know there's a lot of people pissed off right now. There's a lot of fire. Um, there's a lot of – you know what's funny? Normally I sense anger after losses. Today I feel like like resignation and a little bit of depression. People are bummed right now. Um, this is – crappy you know this game really had a, just a crappy vibe here um jimmy can we bring you back buddy i feel like there's some adult beverages in order for this game for locker room yeah at least for the locker room right okay yeah we're on the same I'm, I'm looking i'm looking at the stash and um what you got you got some tuck you got something tucked for for this kind of uh night you got something I, I do i do what i miss snack is, talk this is a jack daniels uh kind of oh man night. bringing out jack oh yeah bring out J-Mo. i have J-Mo a around here somewhere I have a great wine lined up. I've been preparing all week. <laughs> Bobby's been thinking about Bobby's got a rosé and a turkey <laughs> burger ready to go. <laughs> Bobby's like, win or lose. I was going to open this bottle tonight. So. Let's go. Either way it goes. No, uh, any any smart thoughts tonight? That one that one was on my mind as well. Marcus it was Smart's a bit game. of a classic Marcus Smart game, right? Like a whole well, bunch of sh- a- whole bunch of shit, and then he played his way back into like, okay, I mean, there's Marcus doing stuff. Yeah. Feel, yeah, feels like he narrowly avoided the blame game tonight with that second quarter push and then some of the second half stuff he did. But the first quarter, especially after they got off to that nice start, the missed layup that went back for the Harris three, some, the looseness with the ball that he showed in his own right, some of the missed shots at the, the rim. The freaking pass at the end. The pass, which is well, the only thing I can remember. And again, blaming <laughs> the guys on the bench. Just like after the half court shot. If you saw the replay, if you saw the replay, he said it with a smile on his face, and then he goes and laughing. Okay, so he right. was kind of like 
So it, yeah. initially, everyone gave him shit for Thompson blaming the guys. Because Thompson flipped out. Tristan was like, are you serious? No, he yeah. was like, he was like oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He was just, yeah, he was just frustrated. Like, ma- he, come on. He yelled like, through his mask. It like came off. No, and I, I know Scal pointed out too, and it was a good observation by him that Fournier should have been there. Fournier was just kind of floating in nowhere yeah. where he couldn't make a play. And I, again, you hit on it, John. Fournier just didn't do anything tonight. Another and, 0 for, 0 for yeah. 7. You just going to tack that onto Fournier. Oh, man. They so passed up. They passed three open shots up on that possession, just so Smart could throw it to the bench. Oh, and they were so close at that point too. Yeah. Any uh, any any interesting quotes come out that we know about? Anybody uh, anybody saying anything? I'm sure they said the regular season doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. let's, so let's talk sure, about it a little bit. Um, you know, we don't want to spend all the time in the world on like the lesser people, because here's the thing, like, it's not supposed to matter. Are right? you sure? That's kind of the theme of the show. <laughs> it is. But look, I'm saying like, it's not supposed to matter because ultimately it with a healthy lineup, if you ever get it, you're not going to be spending any time talking about, um, Semi or Romeo or Neesmith because they're not going to play. If they are, it's going to be five minutes just to spell somebody situationally. And that's it. We talked about this last game too. If they ever get healthy, we're not going to sit here and have entire shows where we're just crapping on the bottom five guys on the roster that they're honestly not even bottom five guys. These are guys who under normal circumstances wouldn't even be active for games. Some of these guys and they're playing actual minutes, but the Romeo thing was the most depressing development of the entire night to me, because again, not just the negative impact. I mean, he's, he started the second half and was benched 35 seconds into it. Okay. That's bad. Okay, that's as mad as you're gonna. That's that's as reactionary as I've ever seen yeah. Brad be. You really you, pissed him off. I'm starting you in the second half, and then it was foul, you know, out of position, whatever. It was two bad plays on the defensive end, and he was like gone. Third at the eleven twenty five mark, gone. That is really <laughs> that is really rare for Brad. Yeah especially for a guy who had kind of made it into his little circle of trust. He played him 32 minutes the other day, and he was like, nope, off the floor now. That- that's, when Carson, that's when Carson Edwards started rubbing his hands. It's like, yeah. Right, no, but he, he put Neesmith right. right in then and there. He's like, nope, you're so bad right now, I'm going to play Neesmith. Okay? There it is. Right to start the third quarter. That was right. that was a message. Because you there. had to start with, with, with better – focus right <laughs> i mean you you come out of halftime like that and we've been saying this all year long how that third quarter has been so important for this team and we saw the bad third quarter of celtics this time around yeah it's, it's not even so much about how they execute but it's the effort i mean i think that's the thing that brad is really just frustrated by there just be too many periods where guys just aren't playing as hard as they should and that gets him to a lot of trouble night in and night out yeah, ball controls effort to some degree. We say that about defense all the time, but lazy exchanges, focus, and being on the same page as your teammates in particular is to a large degree effort, and it's something they miss night in and night out. When when you think of the way Brooklyn got going with the transition game in this one and how many opportunities Boston missed off turnovers, th- that was a game right there, and they've had quite a few this season as a whole where that has allowed the other team to just overtake them in an easy way. How how easy were so many of those runouts for Brooklyn in this one, especially for Bruce Brown when he got he really got going? They were just walking to the other rim. And again, I, I keep hitting on this, zero for Boston. Can you make it any harder on yourself to have zero fast break points? That was something. The fast break <laughs> situation was unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, this is their season. Crazy. I mean, it's, it's not so sad too it's because you're sitting there and Brad's like, you know, screaming "run, run," and they're just like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like J- okay. where they tune no joke. Out. Jason Tatum is an eight-second violation waiting to happen every freaking time he gets the ball in the backcourt. In fact, I think he gets away with about four of them a game. Like they are the opposite of pace. You know, like it's they're just. There's just nothing going on there. But the 32 points that the, they flashed a stat there. That was the most. What was it? Most of Celtics have allowed since 2013. Remember pace and space? They used to, I don't know if you ever saw the charade in their locker room. They had like a sign that said pace and space. Yeah. That probably has been taken down at this point, just in resignation. <laughs> I'm seeing I'm seeing three fast break points on my score app for the Celtics. Oh, you got you got three? I got 32 to three. So well, they gave still, them three. Okay. Still All right, pretty that's pathetic. Good. 
Still pretty pathetic. Don't get me Maybe wrong. Maybe it was that uh that Grant three in the corner. Maybe was that in transition. I mean, look the at one, the, Nets... the one after he bummed the layup. The, the, it wasn't like the Nets shot lights out and like prevented the Celtics from moving the ball. I mean, they shot forty three percent from the field, thirty four percent from three. I, I I couldn't tell you why why the Celtics just couldn't get out on the break. You know, as a normal you know like on a normal night they would. I mean, especially when there's such a difference. You you see the other team doing it, it should like snap you out of it and be like, hey, we get a you know fight fire with fire a little bit here, play you know play the similar similar style here, and again just lackluster. And I don't know if it's because of if it's just the players, it's the second unit. I don't know if they're all tired because it's the second night of a back to back and all that crap. I don't know. I mean, it just it was certainly disappointing to watch for majority of the game, but just huge huge discrepancy there. That's the difference in the game, for sure. I mean, the, the, that's a, the wild stat. 32 fast rate points allowed, and to counter that with three at most. For the sake of this show, we'll just keep saying zero. Zero. Because it felt like zero. Yeah, you got zero fast rate points. None when it counted. Yeah. When you're when you're outscored by 29 points, three zero doesn't matter. You suck. It matters none. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you sucked. You sucked. Yeah. Simple as that. They, they averaged 112 points a game. 114 per 100 so if you're not running you're leaving basically two points off the board i know that doesn't sound like a lot but it, it, it it's pretty significant when it comes to the aggregate on the season to be leaving two points on the board because you're never getting on the move they only average 98 possessions a game which is way below average mm-hmm. you just leave so much easy offense when you're not doing that it's like the opposite of those Isaiah years. That team had a tough time in the half court because they were so small. So what they do, they just burst up the floor all the time to get out ahead of things. You can get some easy three-point looks that way. You can get some fouls. It's just like basketball 101. Leaving that outside of your attack is mind-blowing. It's There's a lot of mind-blowing things, but it's just that I just keep going back to the just – there's just this was just a sackless game. You know, like they just, I, I, you know, it really is. At the end of the day, just, I mean, Kyrie clearly had no intention of trying to win this game today. He was like, my boys are out. We're just going to mail this one in. I don't care if we get run out of the building. I, I'm good playing a half, and that'll be that'll be it. They, they didn't, Brooklyn didn't give a crap if they won this game tonight or not. They're just, no. they, they're, they just, they're, they're role just, guys did though. Yeah, they were willing to lay there and take it. I mean, this was this game was just if you want it, it's yours. And they absolutely lay there and take it. Wow, absolutely no sack at all. It's uh, it's so disappointing to see that, it. That's the way I saw it with that second unit. Like Brooklyn's yeah. second unit, it was like they were they were ecstatic for this game. And that's the way your second unit should be. It doesn't matter who's playing, who's not playing. I'm gonna do my job, do my role, and I'm gonna do it well and, and fulfill it against the Celtics team. And through the first first half, pretty much, they can already sense the, the energy. They can sense the energy out of themselves. They're like, man, we could really run these guys in the second half. And they did. You know, Joe Harris was probably the best example. I love as, Joe as, Harris. As Kyrie, as Kyrie Me Irving, too. I like him too. As Kyrie I would, like, I would like a Joe Harris. Yeah. He was ice cold Sparky. offensively. He, I he think had he's four steals, <laughs> getting stuff done on the, on the defensive end, but you got to take advantage of things when Kyrie Irving's ice cold. You got Jason Tatum I, out there. I think he's the most underrated player in the league. You think about a guy who shoots the volume. He does 48% from three, yeah. And he can finish in the lane. He can dribble yeah. a little bit. Well, he's more than when you th- When you think about this team being fully healthy and then him having, like, the fifth most attention paid to him on the defensive side of the floor, it's going to be just shooting practice for him. Let me, let me ask a question. So we've seen it. We've tried to do this dance, okay? Everyone's got their guys, okay? Bobby's Bobby's got Grant and Cornette. You know, I I guess I I'll claim Romeo. You know, like oh yeah, Neesmith. Like, you'll claim uh, Nees, I tried Neesmith for a while. You Apparently, I'm the Neesmith hater now. What I'm saying is, we all have our guys. Yeah, we want to see place play some. Pritchard, I think we're all in agreement. Uh, maybe maybe there's a semi guy out there too. I'm not sure, uh, but. I've I've driven that train a few times. You yeah. have. You've Last tried year. it. You've tried everything, Bobby. Last but year, I was big on Shepard. But for I'm real, let me ask think, you a question. I think who I'm hitching my I like wagon to. I like it for the Bucks series. <laughs> yeah. But if you watch, you're the Rob this, guy, Jimmy. Watching this team well, outside outside of the seven or eight, okay, we'll, we'll call it the starting five, 
plus Tristan, plus Pritchard, plus Fournier, even though a couple of them, you know, whatever. That's your eight. We're putting oh, Pritchard Jim, in. Jimmy likes Taco. That's his. We're guy. putting Pritchard in there. Who Thank else you. deserves a single minute? Rank them. You know who else are you? Deserves. Who else are you, who else are you giving any time to and feeling okay about it? Assuming there's health and you Jabari. have the, you have the eight Jabari. Okay, that's 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 the because the Jabari is the one guy on who the can bench do something who has a skill, has one discernible skill that can help you. It's not going to help you every game, but you know it exists there. The rest of them, I have no idea what the hell I'm getting. I would agree. I'm not saying – I don't even – I, I don't think he deserves it. He hasn't done anything to deserve it. But for the simple fact of what Sherrod said, he, you can put him in there and you expect him to do a specific thing. Whereas, like, you can go down the line. Shemmy, I'm worried about him too. Langford, Neesmith, you know, these guys, they all do the same – Oh, Grant. They all do like similarly nothing. The same amount of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, so, yeah. When the they one do something exceptional, it's Right. When they do something really, really exceptional, you're like, wow, he did that. If Jabari goes out there and scores 15, 20 points, is anyone going to be really surprised? Hell no. That's kind of who he is. I think I'd be surprised only because it's been so long, but I, that is who he, that's who he should be. Put it that way. I mean, he needs to play in order to, in order to get it back. So, so yeah, Jabari is in there. I don't know. Call me crazy, but I I, I like the rookie. Pritchard's yeah, in. I, He's no, in. Pritchard's in. You don't get yeah. to pick him. He's in the cool kids club. He's right? in. I put him in the. I put him in the. I put him He's in the circle of trust. Kemba. Yeah, he got it. He's in the circle of trust. He can be out very quickly, but he's in right now. No, nobody should be in it if we're narrowing it down to the rotation. That's it. So and and you didn't even have that guy. You know. A week ago, that's how bad things are. But for the but Mike James, well, for the sake of all of our blood collective blood pressure, I think we have to just stop getting angry at um at, at Romeo and Semi and Grant, and so do, so so do the commenters, guys. Just purge yourselves of the Grant hatred. It will get you nowhere. Okay. I don't know it, though. It's like what are the odds? No, the odds? I, I think you hardly need the shows with those guys. Every I, game. I, I know. <laughs> Yo, someone, someone. What I'm saying said. is. So You're not supposed to count on them. Better. I was like, oh, come on, y'all. We I said think... this there in the Bulls game. It's a good thing Danny got put on the podium while all of those guys were <laughs> taking full front stage view in front of him in that Chicago game when so many other guys were out too. He had to see all those picks he made and just see how it's going in year two. <laughs> you know Scott was saying shit in the commercials. Like, <laughs> I'll ask the commenters, will your lives be measurably better if they cut Grant tomorrow? Let's post some responses. No. Okay. No, because then you got you got another hole in the. In They're your, like, yeah, exactly. yeah. Because yeah. Grant's not going you, anywhere. You Grant's not going anywhere. To hate, right? Like Grant makes you feel better about this, right? Because you have somebody to just place it to just unload on, right? This is what I say about all the all the players that people love to hate. The you question was when they're gone. The question was, will you feel better? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we we'll get some of those. Wow. Yes. It's like eighty-five fifteen. Breakdown here. Yes. Yeah. Okay, make that eighty-eight. Will you feel better? <laughs> yes. I wouldn't feel better. I've, I wouldn't I feel. I, I would definitely not feel notes. better about it's that. Gonna be somebody who says no. I've literally seen two no's. I would be a third no. F no. That's another one. I want Grant around. That's I mean, that's the thing. Is like I feel like maybe Someone Grant. Said Grant Grant's, back to Grant's yeah. asked expected or asked to do too much you know because of the because of the lack of depth on this team you know but not only that they've they've decided that they're gonna go on the cheaper end of things with this roster and we've talked about the ideology that got them here pick a bunch of guys who are very low money wise stay below that tax line and just hope some of these guys improve and very few of them have so you're in a place now where you're right up against that tax line and if they want to cut a grant they'll suddenly have to pay tax to do so. Think of how much they had to do to bring Parker in here. They had to dump Tice's money. They had to get some other guys who were a little more flexible to let go. And then they let go of one ultimately to get him in the door. So ultimately, like this whole thing we've been talking about back to Hayward, four second round picks, a TPE, everything they've had to do to just improve this roster marginally with Fournier and Parker it costs a ton just because they don't want to cross that tax line. And it might be a good decision, but it has made them pay quite a bit in other things to at least show some depth there because the picking has been so bad. You just keep going back to those drafts. It has pressured their roster building in such a dramatic way. 
Yeah, no, no question. Facts. But Bobby, you can't say this roster. I mean, again, we could talk about health and all that, but we've seen them put it together. It's just, I think that's why Celtics fans are so frustrating. It's oh, when the good guys so, are available, though. They're so frustrated tonight. Yeah, but even in a game like tonight, you know, yeah, we knew Fournier was going to be a little rusty. But, I mean, for the most part, the, the team that won those eight of the last nine, you know, was there outside of Kemba and, and Jalen. I don't know. We've seen this team put together wins with less, you know, this season. Yeah, but not against know. teams. Even even with, a, like, a modified Brooklyn team, the one thing that we've all agree on is that their role players are better than the Celtics' role players. Yeah. Uh, they play harder. They And we're not talking about, you Top know. Top to the, bottom. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean – I mean, think about it. How many guys, in, in all seriousness, of, of the circle of trust that we just that we talked about, outside of that, how many guys would even be on the Brooklyn Nets roster right now? I don't even think some of the circle of trust guys would be on there. <laughs> I Seriously. don't. Yeah. I don't. No, the Nets are so good, and they had to give up Parker. a little bit to get Harden. <laughs> I don't think Parker the- makes that team. They could have had him if they wanted him. Parker's no, not I'm on agreeing. that team. I'm agreeing with yeah, that. Yeah, nobody. Yeah. You know? Uh, Pritchard, if he's there, he's playing a minute. You know? Like, I mean – you know he's he's a he's he's taco time like bring in the bring in the little fella you know like he's not playing real time he's probably in the g league let's let's just look at this nets roster and i bring it back to jared allen fantastic pick as well as uh karis levert fantastic pick but you go like this just isn't this isn't all about Kyrie and durant going there and some veterans following bruce brown shrewd trade Wow, that's like a second draft kind of thing that John talks about all the time. They found him and worked him in the things. Dinwiddie. T- Tyler Johnson, Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie. Like they have just hit home run Being after hard. home run when it comes to those small moves, role players, building a team. And so this is why I think this group's going to win it all. Like their depth has gone so underrated. Their their ability to have guys, as Joe Sway said, who know their roles and do it extremely well. Sean Marks, their GM, has been brilliant as good as it's come in recent years i know rob palenka gets a lot of credit out there in la for some of the stuff he's done but i think they've done an even better job in brooklyn putting this together like they just there's no weaknesses there really i know they they slip a little bit defensively but you see they're able to stand up and harden on that end too when they need to they did it tonight like they did a great defensive job i thought against boston so i've been high on this team from the start they've gotten better i think they're going to win the east and I, I give them a real shot to win it all. I just love the pieces they have. And even if one guy gets hurt, I know injuries are the big concern. You're going about out them. on a limb, Bobby. You think Brooklyn's got a chance? Well, I mean, <laughs> they got a real just, chance. You guys were doubting that. I can pull the we, tapes. We, on we that were one. like, I mean, friggin' before the first like preseason November. game. This, the second I watched well, Kevin Durant well play. Harden. Well as soon as we watched Kevin Durant play, I was like, oh, my God, these guys yeah. are good. Then they got Harden, like, oh, and we're Durant like, maybe recovered. Harden will be bad for them. And then we watched a couple games with Harden, and we were like, oh, God, it's over. <laughs> like, yeah. I, this thing's been over for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It really oh, – inj- only injuries stop them. And I don't yeah. care That's about yeah. – I don't care about yeah. Philly. Fully he- healthy Brooklyn time run bo- Brooklyn team runs them. Absolutely yeah, runs totally. them. Yeah. Definitely. You know? I mean, they were down two stars and they played them neck, I mean, neck and neck uh, last week. You know, yeah. with fully healthy, they absolutely run them. I, I don't even think it's going to be close. So well, that's, that's, and that's what that's I what said stops at the tra- them. That's what we said at the trade deadline. I was like, why are you going to, you know, make a major trade when you're still not going to be even close to sniffing the Nets this season? Like, why would Danny consider blowing, you know, making some irrational panic move trade that would you know try but to that's win the now. whole celtics existence jimmy you had like why win now with lebron still in the east or why now why even make a move now I mean, with golden with golden state winning yeah. five straight titles like there's always an impediment put the best team you have out there and have a puncher's chance at winning right now the celtics just don't i mean oh, they in don't. the offseason i agree but i wouldn't have done it at the deadline and they didn't no but so, you got to so. do it when it's available and at this point ball was there possibly collins no. was there if you got very no. aggressive at some point, and I this is what I said at the beginning of the show, you got to blow up this bench, bring in some real veterans, guys who are reliable, and that's going to cost serious amounts of picks. It's going to hurt. Like it, They're just going to have to do it at some point because they don't have flexibility in other ways. I don't think that their response to this can be, let's draft some more guys. But let's bring in some more rookies and see if that works. That cannot be their approach this offseason. They have to get 
brutally aggressive with their future picks. I don't want to even think about this team draft in the next two years. That's just crazy. I hate though. to break it to you, Bobby. It's going to happen. I know. Yeah. You know it. You, and you know it. Again, we keep having the same freaking conversation. If they can't package multiple picks in the middle of the draft or low in the draft to move up a spot or two, why in the world are they going to be able to trade these things for a real player? Right. It's why. Right. What you are we to, talking about that's here? You have like, to trade a bunch of them. Again, uh, the Seven. reason I, I'm not pro picks, <laughs> I'm basically saying their picks have are useless. So you get a better shot to hit a home run with one of them than you do to convert uh, two picks into a real player. It's it's picks plus players. The problem we just don't is, know though because the they haven't problem tried. is they don't have the plus players portion no, of the deal. Please don't do this, guys. Don't do this again. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same conversation. We've had this so many times. Everybody no, wants is, players. They don't have is, them. No, but John, I mean, you're you're looking at this from a perspective of they have tried to put all this on the table and it hasn't gotten them anywhere. We know from how they've approached this with the past picks that we all agree they should have used to get some real players in here. That's just sunk cost at this point, that the approach was wrong through those years. They were hoping for more home runs, as you talk about, some luck in the lottery, and they didn't get it. When they had chances to flip, let's say, as many as seven picks through the last two seasons, first-round picks in the real things, and what did they do with them? They used them to dump salary. They used them to pick players that ended up not mattering. They moved back to pick Grant Williams. They have done some absurd things with these picks when they could have <laughs> thrown them all together and gotten a serious upgrade at one point. So, like, you keep holding on to these, and then you get to draft night, and you're like, oh, what do we do with it? We're picking 14th, and we can't move up because guys know it's 14th at this point. You have to do it ahead of time. And that's another reason I was pushing for stuff to happen at the deadline. Like, they can't just keep making that mistake over and over again. Uh, so or guys, you two will never agree on the value of those picks. Like that's it. That's the problem. Like it, there's no like you guys are not going to be on the same. If page. only you had an opinion, you could share. <laughs> you know my opinion, John. Nobody wants those damn picks, man. Like that's the thing. <laughs> all right. Then, then jump in there. Don't be new. Don't be neutral. Everyone's gonna like Joe Sway. No, no, no. I'm saying the point is, <laughs> if, if it was, if it was that simple, Danny lay it on the line. Look at you guys disagreeing. Lay it on the line. Have, have, some, have some commenters hate you for once. It's 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 cleansing. Yo, it's yeah, like, you feel good. Trust me. <laughs> we've been down the Jimmy knows. Really I know all too well. You know, yes. Like we have. That's my like, point. You think you think a stack of a, a bag full of okay uh, twenty and twenty two picks or whatever the freaking well whatever the, the best case scenario is what the fourteenth pick. You think that's gonna get it done to get someone like Lonzo Ball? So guys, like, I'm we, wrapping this. Hold on, I'm putting a timeout. I'm gonna let Joe Sway this is why disagree with Bobby on the post game show. Give me Rollins. Shara- per- Kendrick Perkins is in the room. He's in the house. He's in there He's right here. now. Okay, he's actually in locker room at this moment, so we're going to run over there right now. We're going to start chatting with him. I do want people to hang here for a little while longer if you want to listen to the draft picks no, they're debate. Not gonna, they're not going to listen to us if Perk's on the other, on the other Doesn't side. Doesn't matter. You guys hang for a few minutes I'll, and then I'll wrap this up. Send everybody else over. All right, guys, see ya. Sherrod, head over. Go. Get out of here, Boomer. I'm already here. No, you're listening to Nick. I don't want to hear him. Oh, no. I hear Nick. Yeah, Nick's going to scare Perk off. John, get over there. Why does Bobby leave every time I say I'm leaving? Because he, like, tries to switch over. This happened to me last night. It was just me staring at myself. Be prepared, Bobby. Okay, the every time, time I leave, you freaking leave. By my, last time I was by myself. And luckily, John, if you didn't catch it, you would have just left too and you didn't realize it. I left Jimmy last time. I got to get I'm pulling up here. the locker room app as we speak. Here it is, Celtics Nets OT with Perk. There it is. And there's All Kendrick right, Perk. Bye. See you right. right there. We won't be long. We already have funny. 78 people on. There's Sherrod's on. There's Perk. Yeah, by the time we wrap Perk. up here, it's going to double. Here's a question. Yeah. How did Perk already get the check mark? I haven't even gotten my check mark yet, and I've been doing this damn. Sh- I've been doing this damn. Oh locker come on! Don't complain about Perk having. The- he go, just signed on. Get me Yo, off he, this stupid he's deal. Perkins. All right, Jimmy, he got that check. All oh right. my lord! I asked my cousin. My cousin's probably what he was born in like '03. Uh, he didn't know who Perkins was. I couldn't believe it. 
because like, he was problems. probably he was probably five when they won the championship. Yeah, and then, got some say. problems. But still, 2010, like, 2011, he was still with the Celtics. Uh, yeah, Give so he was like eight, eight. They traded him. Uh, Jimmy hates this view. All right, thank you. Few rapid fire oh, questions, and we are out of here. We are not yeah. hanging out long. We with got Perkins some questions in that came in, or what? Uh, let's see. I got a question, Bob. What was that awful Twitter video that you posted for you earlier, man? Like Ra Ra Siskumbada the Celtics earlier today. <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't totally know what you were talking backfired. about for a second. That was totally. I know. Totally no, and it wasn't a prediction. It was just like, hey guys, I'm gonna try to pump you up a little bit. Like I'm excited about this game. Can we can we get into yeah, this? Then you, I think I think you pumped yourself up about it, and you're like, yeah, you know I, I know. Mean, pumped if, anybody up. If the Celtics won, Jimmy wouldn't be saying this. That's the thing. Would have yeah. Celtics ruined it by not winning. What do we got, Bob? Anything? I'm not seeing questions, but I haven't called for them either. So fire away, guys. We'll take some rapid fire ones. If you got an Android. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. All right. So if you are an Android user and you can't get in the room. And you've never been in a group text in your life. You've never had a group of friends in a blue group text. You don't even know what like real friendship is. If you're one of those people. Send us some questions here since you can't chip on the hopefully the locker room app will get will get the Android pumping soon. I don't know what they the better. you know. I don't I don't have any locker room connects, so I don't know Yo, what not the deal a lot. is there. Not a lot. Good amount. Are you worried, worried about Time Lord? We don't have to get too deep into it, but <sighs> I mean I am I'm I'm slightly bit. concerned. I'm slightly concerned. Whoever is vibrating, get it off the damn desk. Probably Bobby. <laughs> So no, it's not me. So the condition I looked this up, and I think it's I it's I sent it to you guys last night. The condition that we've talked about over and over again, draft night that made him fall back, or one of the reasons he fell back was blood flow behind the knee. Like that was the specific issue he had, and now he's dealing with inflammation behind the knee. Uh, So that worries me for sure. I, I can't say too much beyond that, but. The yeah. fact that it's related. We need a doctor on the show to to let us know if the two are connected. John, no, John I'm does his you. best. It's concerning because obviously we know his history and we know what this team looks like, and it's been a, it's been I don't know hasn't been too long, but it's uncomfortable because we we know that they could have really used him against this next team. You, and the you traded makes, you traded Tice to give him a lot more minutes. So now if you're without well, Tice was gone. Like the, reason he's a, the reason he's ascended this season is because of the what he does on defense, the switching. That's what they needed tonight. You know, someone to man in the middle or, or at least just intimidating those shooters out there. Mm-hmm. They, they were so comfortable. Passing gloves. A guy to play with Jordan. Man, I thought Jordan. Pass, right. Yeah. I, th- I thought DeAndre Jordan kind of took it to the Celtics at times in this one. You see that mean block he laid on Pritchard. He was Tom- like, yeah. Thompson like tried to go at him twice he, early. He was bully balling. A yeah. little bit. I feel like he was all trying right. to push people So around. we're all concerned about Rob. You got next question. Are you worried about Jalen? Oh jeez. This is the pro- <laughs> this sums up this season. It's just are you worried about XY? We could substitute Jalen with Kemba. Are you we substitute it with Smart. Like all these guys have missed I mean Tatum. All these guys have missed time this season. That's why the season sucks. And worried about Jalen Brown. Um slightly, but not not crazy amount, I guess. But maybe I should be. I don't have know. you guys ever even heard of that? I had to Google that shit. By no. bursitis? Yeah, bursitis. I had it I had it in my knee when I was training for the marathon. I've never heard of bursitis. Well, Bobby, yeah. you can you can explain it then. What's no, it wasn't right my now? shoulder. Oh, right. So right. when I had it in my knee, it was kinda just like inflammation. I, yeah, it was just a it was just like a sharp pain every time I ran. So like I I just really could. So I'm sure like the usage in the elbow just isn't there right now, but I don't think it's a concern. No, I don't uh, really get concerned with like upper body issues. He I worked out again before this game too. Issues. He made the trip. So yeah. I'm not concerned about Jalen. No, me neither. Any? I, I flipped oh. my, flip my answer. <laughs> All right, let's keep going down the line. Are you worried about Neesmith? <laughs> like that he's a total bust? He's not worried? even hurt. Yeah, I know. These are all different people. That's like the ultimate. Too. That's like the ultimate stab in the face. Like just assuming a guy is hurt because he looks so bad. He's like he he's got to be hurt. Like he's just, there's <laughs> no way he's healthy playing like this. I'm actually not concerned about Neesmith. It's way 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 too early, and there's too little of a sample size for me to be worried about Neesmith. I think, and I've said it on the show a hundred times. Mm-hmm. I think he needs if there's that vibration again. He needs a full off season. I don't think he needs me. Yeah, that's not me. 
Bro, it's literally one of you two because my phone's right here. Somebody's Yo, that's vibrating. you. That's you, uh, Jimmy. Come it's on, It's Bobby. Man. It's not, dude. My phone's on my lap. <laughs> Something's vibrating, and I know everyone can hear it. Um, I think Neesmith, like every rookie, has been screwed this you know this season. Obviously, they had he had no off season leading up to the this season. Um, he's you know had really no not much practice at all. Um, he's just kind of been thrown into the fire here. And yeah, and I don't think he I don't think he was ready. He wasn't NBA ready. You know, he needed an off season. He needed Maine drastically. And I think he'll get both those two things um, after this season. I think he has a full off season, gets his workout in, stays with the organization, and then next season. Um, you know, if everything's hopefully back to normal and the Red Claws are doing their thing, I think he can get a lot of good reps up there. So I'm not worried about him yet. I think he can contribute to, at some point. All right. We gotta, you don't just lose your shot. We got to go talk to Perk. Yo, Tice is doing well in Chicago. He looks mad happy, too. Let's do yeah. one more question. All right. One more quick one. And if you guys are still here and have a locker room app, Head on over, and if you don't have locker room app, it takes two seconds to download and create a username, and you just shoot the shit. And we'll, we'll be in the locker room. We'll be in the locker room for a good hour tonight, minimum. I don't know if Perk will be here the whole time, but we're usually kicking for a good hour. This is a good way to wrap it. Is Fournier gonna have enough time to get integrated here? Twelve games left, not feeling great. So he said post game that he had five days of flu symptoms, mm -hmm. and then was gassed in his mm -hmm. ramp up period. So I think he excused tonight. But it took Tatum a while to bounce back from that. And 12 games might not be enough, especially if he's limited in the first few at the tail end there. Uh, maybe he's, a, he's just not playing enough at that point or having enough opportunity. I don't know. But it, we're getting I close here. Will. I think he will. I think because of uh, his, his um, the fact that he's a veteran, uh, yeah. the, the excitement that comes with playing in the postseason, the excitement that comes with playing in Boston, I think all of that's going to carry over for someone like Fournier. I mean, coming from the Orlando Magic, it's just a completely different culture here in Boston. And I, I think that's relevant for someone like him, you know, a veteran that, that wants to prove himself. You know, I, I just think he's in a position to succeed, to succeed, and he's not – he doesn't hold the same weight or pressure as those top two, three, four guys on the Celtics. So that's an ideal mm -hmm. space to be in, but – we have to wait to see when when it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to it's going to prolong throughout the entire, you know, the the, the final twelve games of the regular season. A couple zero shot games is tough. Very Here's tough. His first one over oh, fifteen, the, and then yeah, over oh, seven one. and eight. The, the the tough thing is is if Fournier is going to even experience like the full lineup around him because it feels like you know one guy's out this game, one guy's out the next game, so it's hard for him to get acclimated to what a playoff roster would look like. I do think 12 games is enough to get him in the flow. I mean, this is a veteran here. You know, this isn't a rookie. This isn't a guy that's, you know, two years in the league. He knows, you know, what it takes to, you know, get himself going and, and get the guys around him going. And he has that type of a game where they're not asking him to be the guy. They're not asking him to be the number one, the number two, or the number three even. So I do think that he can serve his purpose. And, if he's a bridge to the second unit, great. If he's the first guy off the bench, great. Whatever it is, um, I think he's a huge piece for them, you know, going down the line here and into the playoffs. But they need him, obviously, to, you know, be the guy that he was right before he went on. I mean, there was a stretch through those last couple games. I mean, he looked, he looked perfect. Houston and Charlotte. Yeah, yep. he was fitting. He fit right in. And I know when they traded for him, guys like Kemba were like, yeah, like we're you know, they were really pumped to to acquire Fournier. Like, apparently, like, seemed like he would fit their style of play perfectly. So, um, you know, obviously tonight, first came back from COVID, I think he said, I think you just repeated it, Bobby, that he said he had the flu for, like, four days or so. And he's getting his win back and getting back into the flow of things. And, you know, hopefully he can, you know, show a pulse here going forward. All right. Okay. Let's go talk to Kendrick Perkins. Perks in the room, we got a we got 155 so people in the room. Oh my god! people in the room. Right I gotta now. I gotta get over there. Yeah. All right. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. I still have the comment screen up here, so even though we're about to end the stream, you can send your questions if you're an Android guy, and we'll try to get some of them on the air. Also, if you can't listen live, we do post the audio to our Celtics post game podcast feed. So make sure you go subscribe to that wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, some of those other places for Androids. Yes, sir. Next game is Sunday at one o'clock against the Hornets. We will see you on Sunday afternoon. Peace. Later, guys.